What's up? What's going on? Welcome to the No Mongol Podcast. My name is Rick Beta, coming to you live. Well, I guess at the time of this recording, that is from San Jose, California. The heat wave, uh, you know, I know it's still out there. Stay cool, folks. I know it's at least in the Midwest, still smoking hot. Can't even imagine, man. But uh, feel free to follow. I'm on social media at Rick Beta, Twitter and Instagram, and feel free to find us on find us find me on Facebook. Find the show on Facebook. Give it that thumbs up, you know what I mean? Just a little, little love on Facebook. I don't really talk too much about the Facebook community, but I'm on there on occasion, okay? But any help. Any help is appreciated, you know, to help spread the word of the show. It's a weekly show every Tuesday. Thanks for stopping by. And thank you in advance for uh, help spreading the love. So let's get started. Yes. As I always say, multiple topics I could talk about. And, you know, of course, being that it was Tony Hawk week, quote unquote, or hashtag Tony Hawk week, whatever you want to say it, I figured it'd probably be a good topic to start with today, you know, and I could literally spend just thinking at the top of my head, at least 20 minutes, half hour, an hour talking about Tony Hawk. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Probably not going to run that long. But if you weren't following along all last week, there's been a ton of Tony Hawk footage, shout outs. You name it. Uh, obviously, the barracks started this, you know, Tony Hawk week. And, of course, you can find that on their website and Instagram. But go check it out. If you haven't done so yet, you don't have to listen to the full show. Go check it out. That's fine. But, obviously, Tony is the face of skateboarding for what, I don't know, the past 10, 20, 30 decades, 40 decades. I mean, seriously, it's it's that long. But, I mean, he's only one of the best vert riders to do it. I mean, yeah, Hasoy's up there, but, oh, yeah, and, and Tony, of course, we all know, he had a short stint as a street rider, so that was in the 90s, that was interesting, it was always weird to see Tony on street, I mean, he could hold his own, his frontside threes were right up there with Jeremy Ray's and Dongers, I mean, no joke, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, but he's always been like a vert rider to me, so it's always weird to see him. Even in park, so as as they did in this, uh, which leads me to this, the battle commander part. So it's obviously filmed at the barracks, which is a park style. It's not a true street, has street elements. And either way, if you can shred it at the barracks, you're doing something right. So, um, oh, and then keep in mind, you guys, he's 51. I think I talked to him on previous talked about him on previous episodes. He was probably 50, but. Back when I started, I never thought I would see Tony, Christian, Cab, hell, even Ron Allen, Tony Mag. All these guys are still riding at their age. In their 50s. I'm 44. You know, I could still roll around. It just takes me days to recover now. I don't know how these guys, like Tony, I mean, it to squeeze in a battle commander at 51 with his busy schedule, that says a lot. It's crazy. 51 so yeah this the battle commander starts off right away i already like as soon as they click play i was getting the feels i'm like, oh yes i mean for one it has the name of the rider we're about to see i mean yeah it's tony hawk everyone knows him he's the name of the you know face of skateboarding but they put credits they put tony hawk in the credits and you know how i love that Lo- i don't love it i'm saying it sarcastically that trend of videos with no names but anyways so it's Tony Hawk right there on the screen. Bam. You know who it is. 
most home, humans know who he is. I mean, most people, most moms and dads know who he is now, which is crazy. But the music starts, the lights go out, boom, spotlight. Spotlight on the man himself. What is he going to say? The tension was getting intense. I mean, you can literally hear a pin drop, right? Then he breaks the silence. He says, hey, I'm too old to skate in the dark. Turn the lights back on. <laughs> ah, that was awesome. You know, because you've seen those videos, obviously, and that's that's a whole other element of skating in the dark with, you know, I don't know, now it's iPhone lights or camera lights or whatever. But he wanted the lights back on, rightfully so. It's Tony Hawk. I mean, give the man what he wants, okay? So that was pretty funny. But anyways, like I said, so the video itself, eh, it's about three minutes long. And he straight up crushed it. Taking names, kicking butt. He's got, I wrote down some tricks. Tray flips, impossibles, blunt slides, which I love seeing Tony Hawk do, blunt slides. Madonnas. He's right up there, top Madonnas. You know, I think of like Omar Hassan. I think of Tony Hawk. There are a couple that are, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Bucky. Probably, yeah, Bucky does, well, a regular and a switch. He does both. But when you think of Madonnas, I always think of Tony Hawk. And he's got them still. In fact, you know what? You know what? I'm going to stand. Standing golf claps. I'm standing right, well, I was standing. I'm standing right now for you, Tony. I mean, you can't see. Speech! Speech! I felt like yelling that out. But Tony's not in the room, so he can't really give a speech. But you know what I mean. But <laughs> anyways, so I got a little excited because, you know, anytime you can see some footage of Tony Hawk in his 50s and he shreds. Uh, you know what I'll do? I'll put the, the video link in, in the show notes so you can check it out. If you haven't seen it yet, if you have no idea what Tony Hawk Week was, and maybe you're living under a rock, I don't know, but go check it out. He's 51. Oh, another item in my notes. Zero pads. There was not a pad to be worn. Like, I bet if Mike V was trying to walk in and just to watch, they would kick him out. You know, with the, you know if he was rocking a helmet, it's like, no, this is a padless area right now. Not a single wrist guard. And I bet, I, I bet, that was that was probably the one video his wife refused to watch. She was probably like, nope, I'm okay with you doing blunt slides and board slides and kick flips. Tony, do whatever you want. But you're busting down rails and steps without a helmet at 51? I can't watch. She probably just puts her hands up. I love you, but sorry, I can't do it. So, yeah, that was a spoiler alert, guys. He has zero pads in this. <sighs> yeah. I, I, don't, I really don't know what, what much more to say, but I guess I have to say is, Tony, is thank you. Thank you for the decades of inspiration. I mean, you had me hooked from the Bones Brigade video show, that finger flip, that air walk. That was it. That's all I needed to see from you. I'm like, this guy, I'm an instant fan. And I wish I had the opportunity to leave you a, a true message. I know I mentioned, mentioned that on a previous podcast that I we thought we had your phone number. We called. Is it? Is Tony Hawk there? No. That would have been fun to leave Tony Hawk a message on an old school tape recorder voicemail machine. But, but that was on me, Tony. That was all on me, dude. I had the wrong number. But thank you, like I said. So many 
years of inspirations. And of course, too, thank you for signing my Corey O'Brien shirt back in the day. I was, I was geeking out, you know, we were at a demo and, and I usually don't ask for autographs, but it was Tony Hawk guys. I had to ask for an autograph. So thank you for signing my shirt. I still have it to this day. Hashtag Tony Hawk week. Give it a look. If you guys haven't 51 years old. And I, and I also got me thinking too, is why now? What's the timing of this? What, you know, just if you think of that, it's more of like a bigger picture, a universal picture, like the, the universe. Like even he mentioned it. He he's doing this because he knows he's not going to be able to do this forever. We all know that we're all having fun, riding, partying. Every day is cool. But in reality, we're all getting older every single day. Tony Hawk's not going to be able to ride forever. Well, I mean, I guess you think of Ron Allen's, what, 55 and he's still slaying it. So. But he, Ron Allen's doing street, Tony Hawk's doing vert, and even Tony knows, I can't do this forever. So, I don't know. I was just thinking about the timing. It, it kind of got me bummed. I mean, it's a nice reminder, nevertheless, to stay in the now. Enjoy every single moment, every single thing that we have. Because it's not going to last forever. We're not getting any younger, peeps, at all. So, yeah, Tony Hawk Week was great. Great idea. I was just bummed at the end. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of a reality. It's like, here, here we are. Tony Hawk's getting older. Check it out if you guys haven't done so yet. Okay. Actually, you know what? I'm going to keep it on the topic of the barracks for a moment for this segment. However, I'm going to shift. I'm going to shift my focus to Donovan Strain. And all I got to say, if you don't know this guy, you don't know who he is or don't know what kind of work he's doing, you're truly missing out. I mean, for one, Donovan is super technical, super good skater. And two, he's freaking hilarious. Not too many skaters can make me literally laugh out loud like that you type in an LOL in your text and you don't really laugh out loud. No, no, no. I truly legit laughed out loud. He's one of the only ones that could do it. Others I can think of back in the day, Lance Mountain, Neil Blender. That's some good company. I'm sure there's some others, you know, but literally laugh out loud consistently, Donovan Strain. And he recently, this is part of Tony Hawk Week too, if you guys haven't followed along, you've been busy working, grinding, doing your thing. He helped Tony Hawk learn big flips. How many people can say they did that? Oh, yeah, I helped Tony Hawk learn a trick. The greatest skateboarder to ever do it. And what's funny is that I literally could keep, I have no problem if they keep this series going for all, for like, I don't know, years. I'm down. How much do I need to pay? And here's a quote from Donovan at the beginning when he talks about how not having learned the trick, how Tony's, you know, he said, it's like you and Big Flips kept crossing paths over your career, but never connected. That's the plot of the 1989 movie When Harry Met Sally. Ah, so good. And Tony's reactions are priceless. And Donovan carried this theme throughout the whole video. And it's, I mean, the video itself is only about six minutes and change. But it took me like, I don't know, 20 minutes, a half hour because I kept rewinding it. I had to, like, what did he just say? And I had to look at the reactions. I had to listen to it again because Donovan's awesome one-liners and jokes. I mean, it took me forever to watch. But I was cracking up the whole time. Like, Almost in tears, you know, of course, while rooting for Harry. I mean, I mean, Tony, Tony, Tony. 
but and of course two of the best skaters to ever do it donovan and tony that's per donovan of course but you could argue that you definitely good definitely good so go watch it if you haven't done so yet if if anything if you're gonna watch just one video watch that one how many people can say that i taught tony hawk how to do a trick tony picked up pretty quickly though like by the third or fourth attempt he was uh he was landing feet on board so he just had to tweak it a little bit and it was so cool like his reaction when he landed it i had i had like serious flashbacks of just some old pictures tony would post of just him stoking out way back in the day as a kid same look i mean it was so genuine that tony's like yes i learned this trick you know it was very cool but yeah, the interaction between them, it was so funny. But So go watch it if you haven't. And then also give Donovan a follow on Instagram. It's at Donovan Strain. He's actually on Twitter as well. He's active on both, which is very rare for skaters, right? Normally just, hey, here's my clip on Instagram. I'll, I'll talk to you later. No, he's actually on there interacting. So follow him on both. And before I forget, too, he was very upfront and honest about, you know, his his latest content, how much impacts, you know, his his just his schedule, his pocketbook. And we all know nothing in life is free, right? I mean, even this show, right? This show we're listening to right now, it has, I need resources, time, equipment, etc. Putting content out costs something. Defining something that's just kind of on how you view it. View it. But this isn't about me. Don't, don't go. It's about Donovan. But he spends, I guess, about $45 on train rides. That's about six hours of time. And he sent out a tweet recently. Any support would go so far. So, I mean, if you guys want to send him some love, I think we should. I mean, he, dude's killing it on content lady, lately. Send him some love via currency. And his uh, his Venmo is Donovan-Strain. And that's Dono, D-O-N-O, Van-Strain. Send him some love. I think we should, man. He's a, he's a good guy. I don't know him personally. Hilarious. I got to support peeps and talent you know that when i see it so such a rad dude such a hilarious dude and while on the topic of that well will somebody get this guy a sitcom or something a show movie let's let's get this guy on imdb i can see the future now donovan strain is going to have an imdb account with credits listed maybe that's something he doesn't want but I don't know. Maybe have a sitcom on a train. Something like that, you know? Speak of, okay, well, you're welcome. Please list me as an EP if someone runs with that pitch, okay? I'd even be down to write an episode or two, for real. Let's talk, Donovan. Me and you, we could do some good work together. Just saying, get your people to call my people or just DM or something. But I'll be waiting by the phone. I'll be re refreshing my DMs. Donovan Strain and Rick Beta. I can I could see magic happening there. I'm just saying. I don't know, man. But give him a follow, guys. If you don't know who he is, you are truly missing out. Ah, I think it's time. You know what time it is. Time for some water. One of these times I might have some beer in there. Why not? See how see how sloppy this podcast will get after a few coldies. But finally, of course, Street League competition happened over the weekend in Los Angeles. People love it. People hate it. Did you go? 
how was it? I watched it from home. I was going to try and go, but everything happens for a reason. It is a good reason why I didn't go. So um, I was chilling at home with a coldie. It was good times. So I'll start off with the women's finals. And this was super close. Had to come down to the final trick attempts for all the riders. And that's always fun, too. I mean, you don't want to have a blowout. That's boring. The sport needs competition, right? We need it. We don't want it to get stale and people are just like, oh, yeah, whatever. But talk about pressure. Go big or go home. All the, you know, sayings that you like to have. But Alana Smith took third. She's from the U.S. No shocker there. She was great, solid, stayed on her board. But the top three Brazilian riders were battling for second and first. Raisa Leal, or is it Raisa Leal? I mean, that's the thing. Like, you heard Chris Cole say it another way, and it, everyone says it different. But I'm going to say Raisa Leal. That's just because I'm used to it. Sorry if it's wrong. Pamela Rosa, Letitia Buffoni. And why do I have a feeling I'll be saying their names like that on future podcast episodes? I mean, something with Brazil. It's crazy. But any guesses who got first? Nice funky drum roll. Raisa Leal got the win. I I mentioned on a couple previous episodes, she is going to be a force. She's only 11. She was very emotional. I can't even imagine it. She was crying and she was even busting out a, a mini floss. I still can't floss. You should see me trying to dance right now. But one step closer on her world domination tour. She's already so good. She's 11. Well done, Raisa. Ah, oh, seriously. I, 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 I'm just going to say this here. I, I would be very worried anytime you're in a competition and you see Raisa's name. Very worried. She is going to dominate. And I'm talking, she's 11 now. She can dominate a full decade. Maybe a decade and a half. Easily. So um, Pamela Rosa took second. So well done, well done. And Letitia was close. She needed her final trick attempt. She needed a, what did I put on my nose? 6.9. And she took a fall. She bailed. Nevertheless, so Team Brazil does it again. You guys, what do you put in the water over there? Can you let me know? Send me some. I mean, my water I'm drinking now, it's, I don't know. It's just not working, I guess. So now to the men's finals. This one definitely started off with a bang. And the thing is, too, well, let me let me just say. So we started off with a bunch of nine club runs. So the bar was already set high. I mean, yeah, we're all kidding. Nija, oh, man, perfect run. Thank God, what is it, 9.6. First run, just front to back. He just, everything was so good. He looked locked in. And then, like, the second run, it's like all of a sudden the nerves started to show. All the veterans are starting to, like, miss their tricks, bail mid-runs. I mean, it was super exciting nonetheless, of course. Vincent Milu snagged third place. Mario McCoy went huge. And he went clutch to take second. He just kept going bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Well-deserved, man. And what was it going to be? Was it going to be 
Nigel, not today. It just wasn't his day. So congrats to Yuto Horigome taking first place. Much like Nigel, he when he's on point, it's over. Done. Now he gets locked in. And if he had any nerves or any pressure, you wouldn't even be able to tell anyway. Like the guy is just so stoic. He just, eh, you know, I show up, I win contests. Oh, yeah, I go have lunch. <laughs> so, but I'm sure you made your boss happy, which is good. Which is good. So speaking of Shane O'Neill, it just wasn't his day again. And then a lot of the commentators are talking about, yeah, he gets in his own head. And, you know, once he bails once, it's over. I don't know. I mean, I know I've mentioned this before. There's just something off. There's something that's missing from Shane O'Neill as far as contests. Something is off. I know I've mentioned before, but it's hard to ignore. Something's gotten to him. You know, I'm not going to ever say, hey, you know, step aside and do whatever. But Utah's winning. April skateboards. I don't know. I'll just leave it at that. But uh, it was very good. Very good. And, and Nijah, speaking of Nijah, ended up DFL. He stubbornly tried to land a big flip board slide. And that's the thing about elite athletes. You know, once they know they can do it, they've landed it, they've locked it in. He just kept trying. Five attempts, same trick, best trick, zeros. So he had his eye on the prize the whole time, you know. And that's just how it goes. But honestly, when he had that first run, that 9.6, I'm oh, it's over. But, you know, luckily I was quickly reminded, it takes a lot. You got, you know, get your two runs and then best trick, things could turn. Things could definitely turn. So Uto, good job, man. But there was one rider I was really, really, really rooting for. And it had a little backstory on it too, which is cool. So I'm glad I was able to watch it. But Deshaun Jordan, I guess he recently reunited with his father after 20 years. Yeah, his father was even in the audience as well, clapping on, you know, rooting him on. That's a great moment. You know, as soon as I found that out, I was I was all in for Deshaun. Please win. I was just like, come on. How, how awesome would that be if he could, if he, or would it have been if he would have pulled off that win? It's like something out of a, a Disney movie. So, and I bet too, it was hard to focus. That's a lot, man. After 20 years. So, I mean, unfortunately, he didn't make it. You know, he didn't make it even to the finals. But in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't even matter. Deshaun and his father, you know, hopefully are on the path to, like, a new chapter. So awesome to hear Deshaun. So, well, well, I don't want to say well done. I mean, I guess, yeah, that's awesome. You guys reconnected. Life's too short. So that's that's cool. And you'll get him next time, you know. Very cool to see. Very cool to hear. So great, great story. But that's all I got for this week, you guys. Turn in next week. New episodes drop every Tuesday if you happen to be a new listener. And feel free. Email me at nomongopodcast at gmail. You got something you want to talk about. You want to vent. You just want to chat. You're feeling bored. I'm all ears. So give me a shout out. At Rick Beta on Twitter and Instagram. I'll see you next week. stuff and I know I won't probably very soon in my future